Uh, no, nah, can't remember it. Hello and welcome to the worst idea of all time, <laughs> episode number 35. Slightly unorthodox introduction for what was a very orthodox watch of the movie. Just Tim and I, middle of the day, lounging about. Uh, I'm in shorts, this just is, swanning around. You look good. I said that as soon as I opened the door and you were Yeah, and you your beard is coming along nicely. Thanks, Tim. And I think we should address this right off the top. Tim yeah. and I were just talking about it. What we would love to see from you... Oh, yeah. There's more selfies of wherever you're listening to the podcast. Hard out, We people. find it really interesting to know that people are like listening to this while they go about their lives. It blows our mind that anyone's listening at all, to be honest. There's a, a, a friend of one of my flatmates came in and just, she listens to the podcast completely independently of knowing him. He didn't even put her onto it. She just That's listens. Amazing. It's even more amazing that there are people in America who, who listen to this. I love There's the a, fact that... A guy posted we have um, on the... On on the Facebook page saying I'm starting to think in a Kiwi accent because he's been listening to the podcast so much oh shit I love that that must be confusing we don't pop up enough uh, content for that tapping though maybe we need to do a podcast every day just start cranking it every day mate I could watch oh. it. I, I'm in such a good mood right now I, I, could wanna... wa- I could watch this movie no I'm not going to say anything stupid but I... I could watch this movie another 15 times or whatever <laughs> what today no just in I general. have been thinking that for one of them we could do like a charity drive where we lock ourselves into a room for 48 hours and the movie's just on repeat so we can well, we can do other things no we're in a room just us so like no technology so it's on fuck yeah no technology so it's actually you know it'd be funny Bro, that if would it was actually, a bathroom that would so, this, you're coming back. To, you're coming back round to my idea for the bath, bathtub special. <laughs> yeah, but this is two a, grown men in a lukewarm bath on a stage a, watching Grown Ups too. This is a way more nightmarish version of it. Um, by the way, if if this is the first episode that you've come in for some reason, this is a a podcast in which myself and Guy Montgomery. I'm Tim Bat. Um, we I'm watch, Guy Montgomery. We watch the movie Grown Ups too once a week, every week. For a whole year, That's and right. we kind of review it afterwards. Is this episode thirty five or thirty six? Thirty five. You sure? No, I'm yeah, really it's, not. It's not important. Pretty sure. <laughs> what it's is 35? time? Time is but a construct of man. Exactly, and one that I am fast losing my grip on. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, it was just like it was just it was just. But imagine top. that. Imagine if we did it for 48 hours, like in a. In I a, don't want to imagine in a that. toilet, and we live streamed without sound, just us, so people Bro, could watch us going mental, news, like sore. I saw this pop up this morning, a woman in China got dumped by her boyfriend yeah. and spent the whole weekend in the cave. No, it was a whole week. A whole week. Seven, seven days. She was just in the cave, bro. I mean, we can't compete with that. I love that, bro. I lo- <laughs> that she is, is a girl amazing, eh? after my own heart. <laughs> and is... it had a file photo of it, and I hope it's her, not just some like stock photo <laughs> they've got, because <laughs> It was like, yep, that's what I expected. <laughs> is that sad a, woman in a cave suit? It is a sad-looking Asian, uh, like mid-twenties girl in a cave fright with her head down in a position that I've been in many times in KFC, not for a week, but when you just need to put your face against something cold <laughs> after you've just like We'd, dominated. This is another thing we discussed pack. recently. I don't eat KFC at all. Yeah, I find that terrifying. Oh, oh. Come so on, phone's f- off. Sorry, it's a new phone. I don't you know how to that. work. <laughs> uh, anyway, look, Tim, we've been dibble, d- dibbling around at the top of this thing. Let's crack into some content. Okay. Uh, <coughs> oh, sorry, a little cough there. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping 
and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How did you enjoy the movie? Um, enjoyed it okay today. And that's uh, largely due to the fact that it, it, we've accidentally kind of missed. We've been, I think it's been about 10 days instead of a week. Yeah, so yeah. apologies for that. That is refreshing, though. As a, as a as a podcaster and a viewer, that is a refreshing change to all come it, in with fresh eyes. You know, all it takes is a couple of days more than the usual, and suddenly you're yeah, um, then you, you do run into the honey thing. This is the high, and then the low is the turnaround. This time, it's like um, it's a short week. You know, we took notes this time, and I think we should um, dive into them. The first is that you visited Peter Dante's website yeah, yesterday, which so, I haven't. I've been snooping around been Peter Dante's Twitter for a while now. He's a good cat. It never eh? occurred to me. I can't remember the name of the site. It's something weird. He's a good cat. Uh, He retweets all this sort of like, he alternates between like retweeting Buddhist proverbs and just heaps of shit about weed. Cool. (laughs) And I went to his website and like, it's it's, it's a a sight to behold, man. He's got all these old sketches. I watched this old sketch he did with Nick Swardson called The Fowler. But I think what got me most excited was he's released an album of music, which is available on iTunes. Uh, and then also as, a, as an add-on, he's released like six covers as free downloads on his site. So I downloaded Peter Dante singing Bob Marley's Redemption Song oh, and was just marching awesome. around the house folding up my laundry yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> While Peter Dante is just going fucking bananas in the background. That's so good. Yeah. How, I mean, how is he as a singer? How's his voice? Oh, he's like just... Just he's alright he's okay he's just yeah. like a dude singing Shit, but it's pretty cool. amazing because I mean we were talking we want to go to LA for the final episode and we'd love to secure yeah. some sort of name value from the movie yeah I, mean, I reckon Peter Dante is our best bet he is he's, he's, but the thing is I feel like he's such a positive guy and he's so into his Buddhism by the looks of things yeah that he might look at our project as maybe a touch mean spirit although it's not mean spirit it's more experimental it's like I've often been worried about that about this this whole podcast thing the angle Kind you think of. we're going to be blacklisted from Hollywood? No, 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 no. You're not no, going to be allowed to be a walk-on extra in a Happy Madison production? I don't really, I don't much care about that. Um, but just the fact that it is kind of a, a slightly negative, yeah, well, niggly I mean, thing that's always you, been in the back the of my mind. Is, if you hold anything up to this level of scrutiny, <laughs> like if you do, like any, it doesn't matter what you'd watch. Yeah. If you, if you did, if you like. If someone came and watched you do stand-up comedy 52 times in a row yeah. just as a point a of interest and did a podcast deconstructing it every time. Yeah. That's different, isn't it? Because, I mean, it was just different. Because this thing doesn't change. Yeah. But it, it well, I was actually getting angry get at the, some of the characters today. How so? Well, like when Selma Hayek um, was like, "Did you? Fi- is this a present or something? Oh, it's in the start. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, it wasn't a present the last 34 times you brought it to you. Why the fuck would it be a present the 35th? <laughs> I got mad at um, the party scene when Kyle, the um, 
squat aerobics instructor vomits after Nick yeah, Swanson do. hooks up yeah, with a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why am I getting mad? Because it's in the movie and the movie doesn't change. Like me no. getting mad at it doesn't change. And there's, a, there's quite a Buddhist lesson there actually, which is like, it, oh, what's that great Christian proverb? Um, God give me the uh, uh, strength. strength to accept the things I cannot change. No, fuck, what is it? The it's like just God something, and the last keep, one is in the oh. wisdom to know the difference. But it's like basically, <laughs> but, but I forget what's in the middle. <laughs> change the shit. The no, no, no I can't. Forget, I can't remember the wording. So it's like change the shit you can, let go of the shit you can't, and um, hopefully you're smart enough to figure out the difference between the two. I see. It's a good vibe, but I haven't clearly brought that onto heart because no. I keep getting pissed off at Kyle vomiting. Well, and you don't even know the like passage or proverb that you're <laughs> referencing. Well, that too, but I, I understand the spirit of it. Mm. Um, so what Peter's else is on the notepad there? There was a weird sound. If it sounded like I was pissing, I was just drinking water from a really big Very glass. unprofessional. You wouldn't catch me doing that. Ooh. Although we've both got little tickles in our throat, so sorry about that. Yeah. Niggly we tickly. What's on the... Um, oh, Keith switches position on bus. Continuity. Oh, that's, oh, it's a kind of boring yeah, that's a continuity boring era, but I did spot another continuity oh, era in relation no, to Keithy on the bus. But this boils into something cooler. Oh, so The fantasy world. Yes. So if... Uh, yeah, if you Something watch it, it, the fantasy world. There's a, there's a bit where, like, there's a shot where Keithy's on the right side of the bus, and then when it goes back to the shot, he's sitting on the left, and it's weird because he's this the is, only one left on the bus. We've this, talked about it. We, we were talking about this. Yeah, where he's <laughs> you know this stuff. So Keithy's still on the bus when they get to school. Obviously, we're assuming that know. there was a deleted scene they shot. Exactly, we think something got cut. But so now, what? I don't know if I... No, I do reckon it. Fuck it, I'm going with it. Is that Keithy stays on the bus and hides under one of the seats and witnesses the murder of Nick Swardson or the attempted murder of him. Yeah. Watches the the grown-ups just mucking around for a day and thinks to himself, these are not good people. Yeah, and one of them's his dad. So like, <laughs> And it's all his best friends. So it's pretty scary. Um, but I reckon Keithy stays on the bus as they go for their joyride. I quite like that. I mean, there were there were a few. We were trying to create a few alternate realities for the film. The other one was cause the first line. M. Sandler tells <laughs> he tells some Hayek to open the window. There's a deer in the house. I don't quite know why he thinks it's going to solve the problem. But he's like, honey, your mother is visiting from Mexico. I need you to go and open the window. So what if some Hayek gets up? Opens the window and the deer just runs straight through the bedroom. And that would be the ideal. Like, that would be the best. Well, I guess that's what he's going for. Jumps yeah. out of the window and breaks both of its front legs on the lawn. And yeah. then the whole movie is just Adam Sandler and his family <laughs> dealing with this really fucked up deer, which is still alive, but presumably like immobile and in a lot of pain. Do you know what that Adam Sandler movie would be called? What? My Dear Wife. <laughs> and he has to marry, yeah. He falls in love with the deer or something. He has to marry the deer. <laughs> yeah, because he like nurses it back to health eventually and like plaster casts it. But honestly, dealing with a full-grown adult deer, with this thing is enormous. Yeah. Um, dealing with that with broken limbs at the front of your yawn in suburban Shit, Connecticut man. would be a fucking trip, dude. <laughs> that would be too real, bro. Imagine it's not like, a good day. you see it jump out and you're like, oh my God, thank God the deer's gone out of the room. Yeah. You hear the crack, you hear the deer's like cry in pain. You're like, oh shit. And you run downstairs, you're confronted by the image of a full-grown, a majestic beast here on God's green earth, just like wincing and screaming. And it and would go flapping. for so long. It would be flapping its front body, but its its legs are broken. Because so it, it wouldn't bleed out. I don't, it wouldn't necessarily have any like laceration. And I mean... Of, uh, you know, that would lead to arteries bleeding yeah, out or anything. Yeah. So it would just be there busted up. And because it's just so the whole big. family... Can you imagine how traumatic that would be for the kids? <laughs> oh, or his daughter? Becky. Becky. My 
God, Becky, you need to see a therapist after that for years. You never trust your father again. <laughs> Probably like relationship issues after that. Well, I mean, what could have been really, isn't it? It's that's the situation we've walked into there. It'd be an interesting interesting fucking movie and probably one that i prefer hey there's one thing that we've like talked about a lot you and just you and i guide while the movies and this happens a lot we talk about something while the movie's playing but then we kind of forget to get to it in the podcast and for about 10 weeks now we've noticed that lemonsoft claims a victory which he does not um, oh earn. yes of course so in the fictional tv show within the movie which is the soap opera no it's, it is actually Eric days watches. of our lives they got oh, the naming it? rights to days of our lives oh but okay the actual actors obviously because right. it's chris berman a sportscaster for espn go you broncos go broncos <laughs> and um in it i got demarius thomas on my fantasy team he's bloody blitzing it mate he pulled in two touchdowns the last two games he's yeah. single-handedly dragging me back into playoff contention yeah all of that see this is why we've got such a big american audience you're following the 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 nfl you're such a big fan of lacrosse you know we'll get to that we've we'll got get so to much it. calm down calm okay, down just anyway ball in, of energy in the movie um eric lemonsoff uh we're introduced to him i think the first sequence we see of him is with his mum. he's just exiting and she says are you going to watch days? Are you going to come back and watch Days of Our Lives later on? He said, "Of course, we have to find out what twin which killed. twin murdered Ronaldo." Yeah, and then he goes back to the house. Yeah, and we see a snippet from Days of Our Lives. He's watching it with his mother, and uh, Ronaldo walks into the room, and the nurses say, "It couldn't be. We killed you." And he goes, "Do you honestly think two amateurish nitwits could kill the great Ronaldo?" Ronaldo? And then Kevin James says, "I told you so." No, I called it. All he right. says, "I called it." Come on, Tim. You got to you got to learn these lines, mate. No. She says that. He says, I told you You did. So. You called it. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. He, he says, I told you You called so. me. Yeah, I did. Anyway, but that's not what he called at all. It isn't. He clearly thought that one of the twins had mur- had his, and Ronaldo, Ronaldo was dead. Unless unless at some point in his action-packed morning between joyriding on the bus and going to Kmart, he called his mum and he'd come up with a theory. He'd been ruminating on Fuck, it. Fuck, that's intense. And he said, mum, um, I don't think Ronaldo got murdered. I think the, the twins conspired to try and kill him. But he he evaded death somehow, and there's a, he's doing and he'll a lot reemerge of stuff. in this episode. And there was even a deleted scene that takes up even more time of him buying a frozen pretzel when he's yeah, in yeah. Kmart, which is actually kind of a funny scene. I thought it was funny. I, no, but the thing is, I think with the deleted scenes is that we watched them and they were a breath of fresh air from yeah, the true. stale meal that we're getting served up week after week. I'm just going to whack my shining light in right now. You do you it. Ready for it? <laughs> It's it's uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin portraying Tommy Kavanagh, our uh, antagonist to the if film star Adam call, Sandler. If you could call any of the characters an antagonist. Um, Taylor Lautner's an antagonist. Yeah, he is. But yeah, so is Kavanagh. I wonder anyway. if there's like a relationship between them two. Anywho, it's, 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 my shining light is simply St- uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin st- saying the words sack of potatoes. Sack of potatoes, yeah. Okay, you, you, what does he say? You like you land me one on the chin, I'll go down like a sack I'll of potatoes. Go down like a sack of potatoes. Okay. Southern drawl. Oh man, his te- his Texan eh? His yeah. Texas accent is so good when he says sack of potatoes. It's so awesome. I fucking love it. You do. Have you, you got a shining up. light this week, guy? I was just trying to think of one. I know I came up with one during the film, but it's completely evaded me since. We can um, come back to it. I did enjoy from memory, I did really enjoy I think I've said it before. When they're on the at the quarry on the clifftop, um, and they're doing the smack talk, like it's Taylor Lautner's crew versus Adam Sandler's crew, and David Spade they does an insult, and then he turns to them and he goes, and he like waggles <laughs> his tongue inside <laughs> his mouth, and he's like doing his little jazz fingers. I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, David's, nice little ad lib from David Spade, which is funny because that ad lib from David Spade is really similar to the bus driver one from Adam Sandler, but 
sandless one we detest for its laziness. So are we really double standardizing? It's possible. The but boys, no, the lads. Adam Sandler doesn't make a gents. noise, and it's also the focal point of the shot. David Spades is an Easter egg that he's tucked in there. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> this brings me to an interesting point, because for about the last dozen watches or so, I've experienced this weird thing with the movie now where I physically can't pay attention to what's yes, in focus. you've told me about this. And I can only look at the background now, so like extras or set. There's a lot to see. Whatever. And um, I don't really have any anything to extrapolate on that, but it's just an interesting phenomenon that if you watch a movie enough times, and I assume this is probably the same if you study a great piece of art for long enough, you actually can't draw your eye to what's in focus anymore. You you just you you're always so attracted by trying to find a new think, element. Well, I don't think you're attracted to find a new element. I think it's pure escapism, plain and simple. I think you're just trying to somehow climb through the action of the movie and into another world in which maybe you're following different characters. Considering and this is why we've been speculating all morning. I've got such a terrible attention span. It's probably some sort of like um, neurological survival mechanism mm. for me it it's could, amazing it what the mind be. does when you put it under pressure the mind is and amazing, duress. Isn't it? like the brain will always try and look out for its best best interest it's not always the best at doing it that's the it, thing but. i was having a discussion with someone recently about adrenaline and when you know when you're in a sort of a you get on stage as well sometimes when you're in a mo- like a do or die moment and you have to act very quickly yeah and you feel like time slows down you have yeah. that sort of feeling of like suddenly everything and you see in clear focus yeah that's not your brain moving quicker that's your brain shutting down like every unnecessary extra bit that you're concerned with so like that's your brain literally just limiting your capacity to think to specifically that one thing that's confronting you in that moment that is awesome i'm living with two doctors at the moment so i'm learning a lot about like the different parts of the brain like the reptilian brain and how that fucking does I can shit, imagine that man. shit would be sending you spinning in circles, Oh, I mate. love it. I love okay, it. Okay, look, back to the podcast. I uh, guess. It's time for Paddy Schwartz Party Time. It's Paddy Schwartz Party Time. It's Party Time with Paddy Schwartz. Uh, now, Patrick Schwarzenegger does something very funny in the movie today. I assume he's been doing it in the rest of the, in the, uh, the movies. Not all the movies he's I'm been confident. in. I'm confident. He's another he's guy who I've actually been sniffing around Paddy Schwartz on, on Twitter. I even chucked him a retweet the other day. Just trying, to, just trying to raise some awareness with Paddy Schwartz. Imagine if we sat down and watched the movie with Paddy Schwartz, man. Fuck. He's another guy. Now, he's a Christian guy. So he's another guy who I think might look at this Arnie? as being a mean-spirited project. I'd say so. It wouldn't surprise me if Arnie was a Christian. He's quite a prominent figure in Republican politics, Arnie. So it would... Yeah, it would go hand in hand. Yeah. Anyway, so... Wait the, a minute. Is he? Or is he a Democrat? Maria Shriver was in the Kennedys. Nah, he must be a Democrat. What am I talking about? Fuck, I'm going to Google that later. Oh, God, it's going to be an exciting afternoon in the world of Timbat. Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger cocks an eyebrow in one of the scenes. Like, it sort of is just... And I believe the reason he did it, because it's not really in place. There's no place for him to cock an eyebrow. It's just because when he applied for the job, and don't get this twisted, he took his CV in and applied for the job. Underneath the heading, acting skills, one of them said, can raise eyebrow on demand. And now the director, there was no call for this movement while shooting, but Patrick Schwarzenegger thought, look, I got hired for this job, not on my name, but on the back of my fully sick acting CV. And I'll be damned if I'm not going to squeeze every single skill I have into this film. And accordingly, he cocked his eyebrow. And that is how Patty Schwartz parties. (laughs) Good on you, guy. Um, I like that reading of his personality because 
he still strikes me as a guy who is trying really hard. And they're my favorite people. People who aren't necessarily the most talented, but they're fucking hard workers, you know? Yeah, you've got to respect a hard worker. When I was younger, I always thought, um, you know, you, you, it takes, sometimes for me, it took a while. I was always quite lazy because I was naturally like okay enough at things to just get by without sure. actually really putting in the effort. And I always thought that eventually, if you just do that, good things will arrive. Well, um, if you try or if you just if you just like it, like it's just you know opportunity will fall into your lap. God, and I'd look at for you. That's terrible. I know the universe has reinforced the worst elements what? of your white privilege. No, no, no. Well, this is the thing: is it took I got a handle on it because you're absolutely right. But then I was like, nothing was happening, and I was like, ah, oh, you've got to try all the ah, time, right. and then like it Good. flicked a switch, and suddenly when I used to look at people who tried hard, I'd be like, you should try less hard, and we should hang out. I was like, oh, you got to try hard at everything. It's a little life lesson for Guy Montgomery. I dig that. You gotta Take try, that tangent. You've got to try hard. Conan O'Brien does some good... He said a good thing about it. About when trying he, hard. When he, when he got booted off the Jay Leno, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Yeah. It's like, work hard. Or maybe it was a bloody graduation speech at Stanford or something. Work hard, be kind to people, and amazing things will happen. That's what Conan O'Brien says. Did he in that speech have a bit about how he talked about, like, be nice to people because you never know who you'll end up working for or who'll, who'll be your so. boss? Was that... A, he did like it was insane. I think it was it was a commencement speech because he did a big. He did just rattled off a shit ton of jokes and I then just flipped it at in, the end and was like, "Boom!" and some truth. Yeah, I remember him being in one of those. What are those hats called? The graduation caps hats. with the square boards. Just a hat. They've got a name. It's They've a university a name. hat. <laughs> it's definitely got a name. Don't forget your university hat. You're graduating <laughs> today. Um, speaking of university, lacrosse. We've never really talked about this, but the college kids, um, they, they the show up to boys, the, they show up and, and, and actually in the car as well, one of them is carrying a lacrosse, yeah, yeah. what's the terminology for it, a, a racket? Just call or it a, a yeah, I'd call it a stick. Stick. I mean, I don't know the stick. proper terminology. But you would tell, like. You do some damage in a fight with a lacrosse stick, by the way. I don't know how they weren't using those more. I mean, it was a, it was an all on all, an out and out fight. We had, um, an exchange student when I went to, uh, high school in Wellington, who was from America, and he kind of brought a bit of lacrosse in, and so we, we got nets and shit with sticks or whatever they're called, and we, we played a little bit, but just like, I think we start off with tennis balls, because if you use the full ball and you fuck up, that shit will hurt. Well, the, but it's a quite an amazing game. Is it a game. hard ball, is it? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like a, um, I think you use a similar one to like a field hockey, you know how... Oh, that is hard. Yeah. It's that plastic, but super hard. That seems insane. Yeah, but you've got to get distance. It's That's the thing. F- yeah. If it was any softer, it I wouldn't see. have the weight it's to carry it. It's a fully sick sport. It's, it looks it's, pretty cool. I've seen it on ESPN. They play in college and they broadcast oh, the games. Huge. I don't know why it doesn't translate to a professional sport. Because it's like, it's ruthless, bro. You're running around and it's highly skilled. You're running around with the stick and this ball just fucking throwing and catching and just clearing dudes out i think it's it, it's real massive in certain circles but i think it's got the stigma of being associated with real rich white is it yeah boys. is it like a, like colli- a collegiate sport yeah kind of. very much so which is which strangely is how rugby is treated in england because here in new zealand we it's, it's like everyone's sport it's very it's everyone's sport. yeah yeah and in england, rugby rugby sure is popular here in new zealand we do love it Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. No one else loves rugby, bro. Just us. No, no, one, lo- no like... one else loves it like us. South Africa might. It's... I haven't been. No. They, love, they love rugby. Don't get it. Like, they sell out Alice Park when the Springboks play. Oh, that's true, actually. They do love rugby. But, like... Australians Australians, it's no. about number four or five. England, it'll be about four. America, it doesn't even... America, Although, we're going... The All Blacks are playing a game in Chicago. And I watched the, tra- the like, trailer video for it. Fuck, Americans ramp up sports to a million. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, they put in just these insane, like, movie and television production values to the matchups. Like, Eagles, All Blacks. And, like, fucking a shot of the skyline and bloody... Batman driving his motorbike or something. There's no wonder their whole country's ADD. Eh? The- They've just got so much like production everywhere for everything. Everything is highly produced. That's why I'm going to move there. You notice it bleeding into sports coverage in Australia and New Zealand as well. Oh yeah, because like all the, bu- the all the build up, all the hype, the pomp and ceremony around sports games is just getting out of hand. Nah, it's bigger than the, it, it's bigger than the game. Um, but should this have been a rambling podcast? <laughs> It's good to have one of those every now and then. We covered then. a lot of ground. Yeah. It's been a real change of pace, I think. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. I don't know if this is true. I'm pretty sure it's true. Um, I think America still holds the the like the most recent rugby uh, Olympic championship. They last did it in like very early 1900s, 1930 or some shit. No way. And then they never There's did no it again. No way the All Blacks would have lost back then. I will look don't, it up. No, right don't now. look it up. It's not interesting enough. Nah. No, we've got to round this out. We've got to do the Steve Buscemi mystery tour. Oh, the Steve Buscemi mystery tour is, is coming to take you away. Coming to take you away. Take you away. Take you away. Do you want it or do I want it? I haven't come up with one, but I'm happy yeah, to. fuck. I haven't either, actually, to be honest. Okay, so the Steve Buscemi mystery tour is the segment of the movie in which we explore what injury could have possibly caused the symptoms described by Steve Buscemi or Wiley in Grown Ups 2. The facts we are given is he only has 40% feeling in his body and his arms have been in the touchdown position for two years. Uh, I think what happened Insane. is Steve Buscemi was riding a penny farthing, which oh. is one of those silly old bicycles with the big front wheel and the little back wheel, which is, that's one of my favorite parts of Jackass, is I think Ryan Dunn's like, who designed this bike? It is so true. Who the fuck designed a penny farthing and is got it, it across the line? It is insane. 
<laughs> you see how high they are? Like, just make a bike with fucking two of the same size wheels, bro. It's easy. Is it something to do with like the cogs and things? Like the, the amount of workload and the physics and stuff that's going on to do with the fact that one wheel is big and one's little? No. So it produces. You might be right, but I, I mean, I, it just seems like. Well, there's no new thing in a regular bike, though. Right? No, it's all I, st- don't, still I just mechanical do not see cogs. how someone didn't look at that and go. You need to make that front wheel smaller and that back wheel bigger and it'll be perfect. Anyway, so Steve Buscemi was showing off to Chris Rock and the gang on his penny farthing, uh, riding it round, and Adam Sandler was probably going, what? It's ridiculous. He's probably having the exact same conversation we just had. Uh, and then Chris Rock goes, hey, watch this. And he picks up a stick and he runs across and he puts the stick into the spokes of the front tire. Wow. And Steve Buscemi goes tumbling over the handlebars and lands uh, with his arms. And that explains the arms above the head. He lands with his arms above his head because he's flailing because we all know they're bad jumpers from the quarry. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's that's how it happened. Just a penny farthing. A penny farthing accident. So- <laughs> Do you Classic wa- <laughs> Reeks of Sandler <laughs> Do you want to elaborate On to why Wiley Was on a penny farthing In the first place at all uh, Because he uh, He left After high school He used to get bullied by them But after high school He left and joined the circus So he picked up a lot of circus skills He and would And now too. whenever he sees them He wants to show off He wanted to show off his circus skills He's got the look of a carny Especially in this film um, I was six years off, but otherwise correct. It was 1924 when the last uh, oh. Summer Did Olympics the, that the Rugby Union was in. Um, Doesn't say. It, oh, it does, but I'm not looking it up again. But it, um, the US won gold, and, that, and it's never been there again. Um, have we covered all of our segments? Yeah, man. So. We've our got the Shining features. Lights, the Patty Schwartz Party Time, the Steve Buscemi well, Mystery Tour. Again, Is- I want to impress upon everyone the um, <laughs> opportunity, importance, and our love for you sending in a little selfie of yourself listening to the podcast. Just because I'm bored, man. I want to see your pretty faces. I'm just curious about where and when people are... Like, people might be doing this when they're going grocery shopping. Yeah. I mean... If you can't be bothered liking Facebook... Do you think anyone's Facebook, ever made love to the dulcet... Sound of the worst idea of all time. That's something Matt used to say all the time. <laughs> he said, uh, Matt, who I used to produce for on a radio show for the last couple of years, he was like, he would always say, uh, it would be like, good afternoon, um, wherever you're listening, um, if you're making love to the partner of your choice. <laughs> that's so good. I really hope that someone has had sex. But that's more likely this. because you'd have the radio on in the background. Yeah. Oh, you could have this on in the background and someone You could have like a, a little... Um, if you have had sex uh, while listening to the podcast, <laughs> give us a yell. But and we we'll, don't need we'll a photo a of that. We'll give you a shout out next week. No, we don't we need do, a we photo, don't need of, a photo that. of that. Um, in fact, I'm going to go so far as to say, don't send us a photo of no that. No selfies of that. Because that's, that's not the angle we're taking with this. It's more out of curiosity, really. Yeah. It is vanity, isn't it? Yeah. I guess the whole thing's a vanity project. Sure is. Um, and it's over for this episode. So thanks for joining us. And if you can't be bothered going to the Facebook page to post your photo up, um, just flick it on the Twitter. He's uh, Guy underscore Mont. So G-U-Y underscore M-O-N-T. And I'm Tim, Bat, uh, Tim underscore Bat. Shit, mate. You're clogged up. <laughs> I sound terrible, eh? Yeah, you sound real nasal. <laughs> right. Um, Time to bail. Au revoir. Oh, pirates, yes, there are I. Sold I to the merchant ships. Minutes after they took I from that bottomless pit. But my hands was made strong by the hands of the Almighty. Move forward in this generation. Triumphantly Oh, won't you help to sing 
But these songs of freedom Cause they're all I ever had Redemption songs Redemption songs Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.